Hey, it's Rick Kettner here, and in this episode, we're gonna go through five practical tips when it comes to reading more books. Now, we all know that reading is a really great way to learn from others, to stay mentally sharp, and to try to get ahead in life, but it's not always easy to fit reading into what might be a very busy schedule. And to make things worse, a lot of people really struggle when it comes to retaining or remembering the insights that they do get from the books that they complete. So the five tips that we're gonna cover here focus on both starting and finishing more books, but also on retaining and remembering more of what you read so that you can get the full benefit from every book that you complete. So with that in mind, let's dive into the list, beginning with tip number one, develop a daily reading mini habit. To make real progress when it comes to reading, we really need to focus on consistency. So my favorite approach comes from a book called Mini Habits by Stephen Guise. What he recommends is rather than taking on some huge, large, ambitious goal of maybe reading for 30 or 60 minutes each and every day, we want to set a very small easy goal of something like five minutes or five pages every single day, because the real focus we want to have here is on consistency, on doing this every single day. So what we do is we set a five-minute minimum or a five-page minimum. On a daily basis, we can read for as long as we like, but we never increase the minimum. So on a day where you might feel like doing some extra reading, you can read as long as you want, but the next day, you come right back to the five-minute minimum. You never increase this, even after weeks, months, or even years. You maintain a very simple minimum. And again, this drives consistency, but what it also addresses is often the most difficult part of something like a reading habit is just starting. So if you tell yourself, all I have to do is read for five minutes and I'm done, you can easily get started. And if you get into the book, you can go for as long as you like, but that's not actually the goal. This isn't some kind of a mental trick to get you to read Beyond the five minutes, you can legitimately put down the book after five minutes because, again, what we're focused on here is consistency. And this rewires our brain to instead of thinking about reading as this thing that we occasionally do, we start to identify with being a reader because we read a little bit every single day. We're now a reader. And if we choose to go longer, we can go longer. But the main thing here is to really set ourselves up for success by making this a part of our identity, something that we think about doing each and every day. And again, even after years, you never increase the minimum. You just read more when you want to read more, but you'd be surprised at how quickly you can go through a lot of books by maintaining a simple habit like this and really shifting from thinking about reading as this thing that you need to do in huge chunks of time to just maintaining a very simple habit that you can accomplish every single day. Let's move on to tip number two, choose relevant and actionable books. A very common reason why people don't read as much as they might like to is they don't get to experience the payoff on a regular basis. They might read the occasional book here or there, but they don't have an opportunity to apply that learning often enough to create a very positive association between the idea of reading further books and the ways that those books might end up benefiting them in their life. And this is quite the opposite to people that tend to read a lot of books. What people do differently when it comes to reading a lot of books is they tend to develop a positive feedback loop where they recognize how books that they've read in the past 
often apply in their everyday lives in meaningful ways. So they develop this mindset where, of course, I'm going to read more books. I'm going to read as many books as I can get my hands on because I've seen how those books that I've read in the past have benefited me in a very tangible and real way. So with this in mind, what I recommend if you're relatively new to reading or if you want to dramatically increase how often you read, focus on choosing books that are highly relevant to some area of your life right now and are actionable. In other words, you can apply what you're learning in some way in the real world. So whether it's a challenge that you're facing, whether it's an opportunity that is open to you, find books that immediately can impact your life in a significant way. Instead of what a lot of people will do is they'll choose a book that is popular right now, or maybe one that they heard somebody else enjoyed, or maybe one that just looks attractive in terms of the cover in a bookstore. You know, these things are Perfectly okay in terms of reasons to pick up a book if you've developed a very strong reading habit and if you're regularly reading and you want to try something different from time to time. But if you're relatively new to reading or if you want to read more often, focus on books that are highly relevant to what it is that you're doing. And a huge benefit to this approach if it's not obvious, is that it's much easier to retain what it is that you're reading. Because by reading something relevant and immediately applying what you're learning to some area of your life in the real world, you will reinforce everything that you're learning, which makes it much easier to retain that information over time. Not just because you might end up applying those things on a regular ongoing basis, but simply applying things even just once will dramatically improve your ability to retain that information versus reading a book and not having any way to act on what you're reading. If you're looking for book recommendations, I've got a lot of reading lists when it comes to business books. So if you're interested in leadership, business strategy, product management, startups, or something like digital marketing, I do have dedicated reading lists that recommend some of the best books on those subjects, and you can find links to those episodes down in the episode description box. Let's move on to tip number three. Pick the best book format for you. We live in the golden age of reading where we have three really great options when it comes to how we consume book content. We have physical books, digital books, and audio books. And what I find is that most people have a very strong preference when it comes to how they read books. But this preference is often based on familiarity as opposed to having experienced the benefits of each of the different formats and truly choosing the one that might be best or most optimized for what it is that you're trying to accomplish. So what I recommend is if at all possible, try each of the formats out and understand how they work differently than one another. For example, Audiobooks, in my opinion, are the most convenient way to read books, but you need to be doing something physically while you're listening to an audiobook. In my experience, it's much, much easier to go through an audiobook if you're on a walk or if you're on a run or if you're driving a familiar route or even doing chores around the house. One of the best benefits to reading audiobooks for me personally is that my wife loves it. I end up doing the laundry. I end up doing the dishes. I end up looking for anything else I can do around the house because for me, it's much, much easier to listen to an audiobook if I have something to do with my hands or if I'm out on a walk or something like that so that my brain can just focus entirely on the message from the book. When it comes to digital books, what I find personally is this format is best when it 
comes to deep learning. If I really want to study a book carefully, if I want to do things like highlighting, adding notes, doing keyword searches, or if you're using Kindle, for example, you can even benefit from social highlighting where you can see highlights that other people that have read the book have all agreed is an important section of the book. This is one of the unique benefits when it comes to digital books. It's so much easier to dive in and really study the book. And it's really convenient versus something like physical books because, of course, you can take digital books anywhere on your phone or your tablet or some kind of an e-reader. So if you want to go deep, then I recommend digital books. Finally, when it comes to physical books, the best thing about physical books is that they're highly shareable. And not only can you buy one copy and pass it around to friends and family members, but you can also choose to share your highlights. So if you're somebody that likes to highlight your physical copy, when you share it with a friend, they can see the sections that were important to you. And that might, of course, spur some kind of follow-up conversation where when you go to talk about the book, they might recall seeing the things that were interesting to you. And that might kind of serve as a conversation starter. So if you're brand new to reading and you really want to just accelerate how many books you read, I recommend audiobooks, the most convenient format. If you want to go deeper, either on a book that you that seems really important to you or maybe a book that you've already listened to in audio format and you just want to go deeper, that's where I would recommend digital books. But if you want to benefit from the sharing and the social aspect, then you might be more interested in physical books. Let's continue on to tip number four. Share what you learn with others. Another really great way that you can boost your ability to retain information and increase your motivation when it comes to completing more books is to look for opportunities to share whatever it is that you're learning with other people. You can find someone who might be interested in similar books. You can find someone who's just interested in the general topic that you happen to be reading about. But whatever the situation might be, you want to look for opportunities where you can take whatever it is that you're learning about and you can explain or share or reflect on that information with somebody else. So you can join a reading group. You might find a reading partner. You know, if neither of those options are available to you, you can simply take the book and summarize your key insights and publish them in the form of an article or a video or something like that. But find some way to take whatever it is that you're learning and package that up together and share it with somebody else. My preferred method here is to find somebody else that's reading the same book because that way you can engage in discussion, you can hear about their favorite insights, you can share your own favorite insights, Every single time you're reflecting on what it is that you've learned in the book or what it is somebody else learned from the book, this is an opportunity to really lock in your learning and increase your long-term retention. So just a very, very powerful strategy, both for additional motivation to read books, but also to improve retention. Let's move on to tip number five, mix things up when you're busy. There are going to be times in life where you're completely overwhelmed. Maybe you just finished a really great book and you're still processing the information or you're applying it in your personal or your business life. Maybe you're just overwhelmed in your personal life. Maybe you've got a lot going on at the office. Whatever the situation might be, the last thing that you want to do is turn your daily reading habit into a chore into this thing that you have to do that's just adding stress and complexity to your life. But at the same time, 
you do want to maintain the habit because the last thing that you want is, you know, a week or two later or maybe a month or two later, you've resolved whatever it was that was consuming a lot of your time and now you don't have your reading habit anymore. So what I recommend is whenever you're feeling overwhelmed, like you've got too much happening or you're not ready to take on a new educational book, take that same reading habit and simply direct it to books that are more of an escape. So rather than, you know, a book that adds more to your overall workload or gives you more to think about, choose a book that actually provides an escape from whatever it is that is overwhelming you in life. So for example, you might choose an entertaining fiction book, an interesting biography, some compelling journalism. The primary goal here with whatever you select is not to give yourself something more to think about or something to dwell on or something to consume a lot of your mental energy. It's about finding an escape so that you can simply maintain your reading habit because this kind of situation is exactly what often breaks a reading habit. So if you can turn your habit towards something that provides you with an escape while maintaining daily reading, this can ultimately, when you're ready, allow you to more easily slip back into productive educational books so you can continue learning. But those are five of my best tips when it comes to reading more. Let me quickly recap the list for you here. Number one, develop a daily reading mini habit. Number two, choose relevant and actionable books. Number three, pick the best book format for you. Number four, share what you learn with others. And finally, number five, mix things up when you're busy. Once again, if you're looking for book recommendations when it comes to business-related books, I do have a number of reading lists that cover everything from leadership to product management to business strategy and even things like digital marketing. So if you're interested in checking those out, I'll link them up in the description box. That's it for this episode. If you have any questions or comments about anything that we covered here, let me know down in the comments section below. If you're listening to the audio edition of this episode, I'll include a link in the show notes that'll take you over to the video edition where you can participate in the comment section. If you're interested in more content like this in the future, I recommend that you subscribe or follow my updates on social media. Thank you for tuning in and I look forward to connecting with you again in a future episode.